It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio, also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Monday, the 4th of April. I hope you had a great weekend. If you were out house hunting, I hope that that didn't end in more frustration and tears for you, because let's face it, there has never been in the history of trying to buy that first home a more challenging time with obstacles for people to overcome the hurdles and to get to that position. And that's what it's all about, getting to that position of putting the key into the lock and turning it to walk through for the very first time into that home. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. And looking at the weather for Sydney, expecting a fine day of 28 degrees. Melbourne, a possible shower or two and expecting 21. Brisbane, morning possible rain with 29 degrees. And in Perth, expecting a cloudy one and 27 degrees. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, Shane Warne's state funeral took place last Wednesday evening at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which was a fitting farewell to the cricketing legend. And like so many people, I was shocked at the passing and immediately started to think of not only my health, but also some other friends of mine who probably have been lacking in the whole heart check. Nothing will drive home the point more than when a young ex-professional athlete dies of a heart attack. So I thought that it's a timely reminder to think about our heart. And if you haven't seen a GP for a checkup for a long time, now is going to be the perfect time to do it. Across every state, city and town of Australia, The Real Estate Podcast. And joining us this morning is Dr. Fiona Fu, who is a practicing cardiologist. Hey, thank you so much, Fiona, for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. Thank you for inviting me. And Shane Warne and also Rod Marsh, as I mentioned, it came as a great shock. But of course, it's happening every day to families up and down the country. It's highlighted because I think of how well we knew of Shane Warne and Rodney Marsh. And as someone who works in this space, do you think that the public falsely believes that professional athletes, and in particular the exercise associated with sport, affords people some sort of magic protection against heart attacks from ever happening in the first place? Yes, I think that that is very true. And, you know, I think a lot of these young, fit males and females, they think, oh, you know, I exercise, I'm healthy, I'm not going to have a heart attack. You know, if you ask a lot of these kind of middle-aged males or um, even like the younger fit males, when was the last time they went to the GP? You know, most of them would say they've never seen a GP. And, you know, do they know their cholesterol? Do they know their blood pressure? Again, most of them wouldn't know. And so I think what it's highlighted is that even though you're young and fit and you have no symptoms, young fit males can have a heart attack because heart attacks can occur out of plaque that just suddenly ruptures and causes a heart attack. And you don't know any of that, but 50%, more than 50% of heart attacks occur suddenly. So people don't get any kind of warning that they've got a problem until they have the heart attack. Yeah. And perhaps what are some of the most common causes of cardiovascular disease? So we talk about what we call traditional risk factors. So the biggest traditional risk factors are things such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, 
diabetes, smoking, and a strong family history of ischemic heart disease. So a family history of having heart attacks. And also as you get older. So men get old, as they get older, their risk increases. So do females, particularly after menopause. So those are what we call the traditional risk factors. But then there are a lot of other what we call non-traditional risk factors. And I do a lot of women and heart disease. Women, for example, have a lot of other non-traditional risk factors. For example, pregnancy complications if they've had diabetes or high blood pressure during pregnancy. People with autoimmune diseases such as um, rheumatoid arthritis, they have an increased risk. And then even things such as like mental health disorders. So depression is a big risk factor for heart disease as well. So there is a lot of what we call both traditional and non-traditional risk factors that increase your risk of heart disease. Yeah, it's a good point that you raise as far as women are concerned because after a heart attack, and I didn't know this, women are at a greater risk of developing a blood clot that can cause another heart attack. So women, when they have a heart attack, and actually anyone who has a heart attack, they're at risk of having more heart attacks. So women particularly, unfortunately, do actually a bit worse than men uh, in general uh, after a heart attack. And, and that's because of a lot of things like delay in diagnosis. You know, they think it's a male disease. So there's all a whole lot of reasons why women do a lot worse than men after a heart attack. But actually, it's both men and women that are at increased risk of further heart attacks if you've had a heart attack. And on the Real Estate Podcast, one of the big talking points with homes is the office and working from home, which has evolved and spectacularly gone mental during the pandemic, which means that a lot of us are sitting on our backsides for longer periods of time. And I think it can be argued working from home, being self-employed especially, you might be sitting there longer than what you should be. Is, is that a bit of an issue that people should really think about? Yeah, that is, a, that is a big issue. So yeah, so prolonged sitting does increase your risk of cardiovascular disease. And even if you do your like a 30-minute exercise a day, you're still at increased risk if you've been sitting down for a long periods of time. So, you know, every 30 minutes you should be getting up, moving your legs around because definitely lots of data to show if you have a sedentary job, prolonged sitting increases your risk of cardiovascular disease, even if you exercise, you know, your half an hour at other times as well. Right, so that's some very good advice. So you've heard it from the cardiovascular expert and she is saying that you've got to get up and move out of that seat. And also, while I've got you there, there are very accurate cardiovascular screening tests that are available free to us that can detect early disease with preventative management. So just talk a little bit to that because I think a lot of people think that, you know, these tests are are difficult, etc., so, yeah, so, I mean, I think everyone should have at some stage, like what we call a bit of a heart health check with their GP. So the main thing is looking at their risk factors. So checking their blood pressure, cholesterol and sugar levels with their GP, you know, because you don't, you can't feel high cholesterol, you can't feel high sugars, you can't feel high blood pressure. So that's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do, and in males kind of around 40, more than 40, 45 and females probably after menopause, maybe 50, 55, we can do something called a coronary calcium score. Now, this is a plaque score to show whether you have any plaque or atheroma, hardened atheroma in your heart arteries. And if you do have some atheroma, um, if you have an elevated plaque score, the more plaque you have, the increased risk you can have a heart attack. Like heart attacks form on plaque. So this is a very good kind of almost like a screening test in the sense that it will show whether you have plaque in your arteries and that will increase your, your future risk of a heart attack. If you have a lot of plaque, that increases your risk. If you have no plaque at all in your arteries right now, 
that's great. That means your risk of having a heart attack in the next kind of five, 10 years is very low. It's not negligible because you can still have what we call soft plaque and you can still develop plaque in your arteries, but that is reassuring. But what's more important is that if you do have plaque in your arteries, you can't get rid of some of that hardened calcified plaque. And so you need to be more aggressive with all your risk factors. That test is very quick. It's like having a chest X-ray. It's a very quick CT scan. Unfortunately, in Australia, it's actually not Medicare rebated, but, but it is a very quick test. Yeah, thanks for sort of highlighting that. And just finally, the reversal of cardiovascular disease, you would have seen numerous patients stabilise and often reverse the disease, which takes a fair amount of discipline, I know, by people to just change their lifestyle, right? Yeah, so with um, with atheroma, a plaque in your arteries, you can reverse it to some extent. So you can get your risk factors down by lifestyle changes, you know, diet and exercise. In terms of reversing, we know there are some studies that show you can reduce some of the plaque that you have by getting your LDL down really low. So your LDL is a bad cholesterol. So if you get your LDL down to really low levels, there is some what we call plaque regression in your heart arteries. But in general, like, you know, we kind of say if you've got plaque there, you've just got to get your risk factors under such good control to reduce your risk of getting more because the more plaque you have, that increases your risk of further heart attacks and heart disease. Well, I have learned something this morning, so thank you for that. And Dr. Fiona Fu, thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. No worries, you're welcome. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 